Hi, Megan. Welcome to Bad Movies Rock. Thank you, Megan. Megan, welcome to Bad Movies Rock. I'm sorry, were you expecting more? Thank you. Yes. Was I expecting? Why is it always on me? Why is it always on me? It's it's really funny because I was about to cut. <laughs> I was about to come in with something, and I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna let her go off because that's what usually happens. And I'm gonna get in trouble if I start to interrupt." And then, but then so I you stopped myself. Didn't interrupt, and, then, and you got and in now, trouble for not interrupting. And yes, Amber wins again. <laughs> I am the champion of fuckery. <laughs> I was gonna say like. Boy, I mean, it's bad movies, Rock, but I'm not sure that we watched a movie. It's, uh, I don't, I don't know what this was. Oh, we're, we're just launching straight into it. Uh, well, yeah, it's just something I was thinking. It was visual. Mm-hmm. It had lines and people talking to each other. Yep. And scenes. Yep. But at no point did I feel like I am watching a movie, good or bad. It was more, I am watching somebody's fever dream, and I can tell you the precise demographic of the person. We'll get into that. Yeah. But it definitely felt from start to finish as though at some point, just like a, a, a sweaty, tiny child was going to start up in bed, and we would mm-hmm. realize that it's, it was their dream. This was their, their, yeah. their, whole, their whole dream. None yeah. of it was real. Yeah. And oh, they're no. late for school. Yes, of course they are. Hmm. Delightful. Well, Megan. It, yes, Amber. Can I backtrack just a moment and and um, talk to you how I embezzled like ten dollars from your brother? Holy shit! Wow. Wow. This is sorry, DJ. This is why you can't do the intros because first you want to talk about the movie first, but then mm-hmm. you want to do ridiculous pre-movie conversation. This is you are well, worse than the movie we just watched. Yeah. Well, I feel like it's it's just par for the course for. Because yeah. mm-hmm. I want to talk about how I got an email from Apple saying that you were too good for a fucking family group. So maybe you can explain that shit to me, Megan. Well, okay. So here's the thing, folks. All right. TJ very kindly added me to your family Apple group, meaning that I could watch, like, Apple TV. And, like, I suppose if, like, any of us bought you know, movies or TV shows on Apple. We could, like, share them, watch them together, whatever. So that's that was very kind. He did this, like, last year. And uh, I hadn't really thought about it much um, until <laughs> in the past couple weeks. I, I, well, I'm not sure I want to divulge this. You started with a shameful I, habit. Just admit it. I, yeah, so... <laughs> I well let me let me start in the order that I found out about it which is I got an email from TJ and like TJ's in 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 uh in Australia so the email t- to me came or text came to me at like 4 a.m. and so like <laughs> I woke up you know and like I tend to check my phone these days when I wake up you know and I was like oh a text from TJ and then <laughs> it was about how he was wondering if there were purchases that I had made in a uh, unnamed game because his credit card was being charged for my purchases within this unnamed game. Just say it. Just say what it is. Just okay, name fine. your shame. 
Okay, it's 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 Candy Crush, y'all. And and I didn't, you know, I haven't. I don't know why I got back into it, but I did. And I did the stupid thing with the microtransactions, and but those usually go to my own stupid credit card. But apparently, what happens <laughs> is that if you're in a family in Apple family, then the person who starts the Apple family, which was TJ has their card on file and everything gets charged to that card. And there's no way for me to like unselect it or like, um, um, you know, like say, Oh, I want this to go to my account. No, no, it has to go to this one account unless I, I buy myself gift cards and then it comes off like, and put the gift card on the account and then I can, it'll take it off the gift card before it takes it off. But if you buy a gift then, card with the Apple account, then it will be charged to TJ. Yes, I would have to do it on another. Yes, I would have to do it from another source. Amazing. And then, yeah. Amazing. It's, uh, it's ridiculous. So to be f- and so what happened here was that yeah. Apple violated your privacy and your shameful microtransactions. I know. I'm so glad I didn't buy something like. I mean, actually, I don't know that this isn't the worst thing I could have bought. I actually can't really think of something that would be worse like than being found out for spending way too much money on microtransactions for a stupid stupid game i mean in way too much money is any money it's, it's not as though you drop exactly fifty dollars it, it's more no. just you did something that you know is silly and you shouldn't do but at the time you wanted to do it and it was between you and candy crush and apple yeah. said no i'm gonna no. tell everybody i'm gonna take i'm gonna tell everybody about this and so yeah and here's the other thing. It never, to- like, there was no, like, you're using this card to, you're using a different card to buy this thing. Like, this is through the games app. This wasn't even buying an app. This is through the game of, anyway. And it never told me, hey, you're using a MasterCard, which is not my typical card. Like, which would have made me go, what? Um, and so I had no knowledge of this until this text from TJ Anyway, and then I looked into it, and there's no fucking way to change it. And so then in my, like, frustration and embarrassment, I removed myself from the family. Now, Megan, at this point... And then what happened, Amber? Apple then got the whole family involved in this matter. Before, it was just between you and Big Papa TJ, head of the family. But it turns out, (laughs) fair listeners, when you leave someone's family group, it doesn't Uh just email the head of the family group. It emails everyone in the group so that if you choose to leave, it informs every... The subject line of the email is... Oh, boy. This person is no longer in your family group. They have removed themselves. You don't even have to read the email to know that you and everyone you love has been rejected by this person. I knew about it. Mom knew about it. She was worried. She was hurt. I think she's still reeling. (laughs) Understandable. Understandable. Holy bugger, Apple. Damn, you were just trying to start some shit with these policies. Yeah. It it was an impressive amount of, uh, it was an impressive amount of dominoes that fell from me deciding that I wanted to play more Candy Crush that afternoon mm-hmm. yep it got yep. my brother in australia involved mm-hmm. and then it ripped the still beating heart from my mother yeah i know with it's your betrayal sad. and rejection of our family yeah 
Yeah. And I had to remove myself. <laughs> I had to remove myself from the family because inevitably I'm going to do something stupid like that again. Well, and... it means you can't buy anything on your phone. Right. Exactly. And and here's the thing, like, I, I'm saying all this stuff, but like, TJ was obviously like, like, hey, I'm like, I'm just checking in because like, I don't want this to be some sort of, you know, whatever, scam or like a incorrect charge or whatever, like you can buy, buy whatever you want, I don't care. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, but it means like, I can't buy anything without it being charged to TJ, which is just a just a weird thing. It's a weird thing, Apple. I'm sure this was a mistake. I'm sure this wasn't just some long con. I know. <laughs> all these years of friendship. To embezzle less than $10 from my brother. <laughs> it's all come to fruition. Uh, that's commitment. Yep, yep. Commitment to the bit. And then I send the uh, rejection email and I'm out. <laughs> Like a ghost in the night who says, I'm fucking out, bitches, and then fades away. Yep. Mm -hmm. And then you never heard from Megan ever again. Oh, that would have been so funny, Amber. Like, retrospectively, it would have been so funny. Sure. Sure. If I disappeared from your life at that point. Yeah. No, yeah. that would have been absolutely hilarious. Only hilarious. Yeah. I would have just, it would have been a goodwill hunting moment for me. You know, it would have mm -hmm. been Ben Affleck showing up yes. to do the podcast and you don't come. Yes. And at first, there's like a glimmer of sadness. <laughs> but then I smile. Yep. She's off to better things. She did the long con and it was beautiful. It was beautiful. I got, I mean, yeah. and then I just slow clap in a, mm -hmm. in, a, in a quiet room staring at a blank screen. Yep. Staring at an email that says you've been rejected from the family. My little, yeah, my, my little girl's growing up. <laughs> Which leads us to our movie today. Uh-huh. Movie. Technically a movie. It is considered a, a motion picture. It is. We watched Triple X State of the Union, the uh, 2005 oh, The sequel movie. to Triple X. The sequel to Triple X. The second the precursor. one. In the, it, it is a trilogy series. Yes, it is. We've watched the first and the third, something I don't think I've ever in my life done before. Yeah, yeah. We watched the first and the third movie. Both of those star Vin Diesel, but this one starred Ice Cube, mm -hmm. and I skipped it. And yeah. we regretted it after watching the third movie and seeing Ice Cube show up and feeling, you know, we were missing something. You know, we weren't getting the whole story. We didn't earn the moment where he shows up at the end of the movie with a grenade launcher to assist Vin Diesel and his crew. You know? Mm -hmm. Yep. So we're like, we at some point we realized we have to go back and watch this. And then we went back and watched this and we realized nothing. We were just kind of surprised and confused. Just, it, there was, there's confusion from the very start of the movie. It's amazing. Where you though. asked, what, what is this? Are we, is this the future? I especially at the beginning of the movie, I feel mm -hmm. like after that assault, it's, a kid's going to wake up in his bed and it'll all have been a dream. Mm -hmm. But no. Okay, we get ahead of ourselves. Megan. Sorry. Yes, Amber. Are you prepared to play Witches, 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 Witch? Yes, I am. I shall read you summaries from IMDb, Metacritic, Amazon, and Amber, and you shall tell me Witches, 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 Witch. Okay. Oh, we begin. NSA agent Augustus Gibbons, Samuel L. Jackson, fresh off the success of his last renegade recruitment, once again finds himself in need of an outsider. Gibbons and his new <laughs> agent, Ice Cube, also codenamed 
triple X, must track a dangerous military splinter group led by Willem Dafoe that is conspiring to overthrow the U.S. government in the nation's capital. I'm really glad that they specified that they were throwing over the U.S. government in the nation's capital. In the nation's capital, yeah. Specifically in the nation's capital. Right. You throw overthrow the the U.S. government from, I don't know, Durham, North Carolina. Darius Stone, a new agent in the XXX program, is sent to Washington, D.C. to stop a coup attempt against the President of the United States. Okay. Okay. In this high-octane sequel to Triple X, Ice Cube stars as Darius Stone, a preteen boy's action man fantasy brought to the big screen. With a sixth-grade understanding of how the government works, the laws of thermodynamics, current hot-button social issues, and how adults talk to each other, this movie will take you on a wild ride. Also, fuck the first Triple X and Vin Diesel in particular. <laughs> yep. Yep. No, that seems all completely accurate. That one was written okay. by the filmmakers. Yes. Yes, indeed. And the final... Mm-hmm. Take the action and adventure of the first Triple X, triple it, and you've got the sequel starring Ice Cube, Scott Speedman, and Willem Dafoe. <laughs> what? You would have thought I'd written that one if I hadn't done mine first, wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> that one's, wow. That one's amazing. That was okay. T- I have to read it again just for myself. Please do. Take yes. the action and adventure of the first Triple X, mm-hmm. triple it, triple it, and you've got the sequel. Yeah. Woo. Sorry. It's very good. Sorry. Okay. Very good. Metacritic, IMDb, Amber, Amazon. Oh yeah. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Telling you to triple the triple X, triple plex. Tripling the tri- I mean, here's the thing. I feel like Amazon's not usually that invest. I mean, like, I guess it does go back and forth. I do appreciate. It seems like a little too much investment for Amazon, but which I love, considering the movie great. they decided yes. to get invested on. Yeah, yeah, true. This is the one they decided to hype. Yeah, yeah. This one. Excellent. This movie. This movie. Hold on. Now I'm just curious, since we weren't playing which is which is which is which when we did the original Triple X, or uh-huh. what, much less the sequel. So let's do, oh God, don't just type in Triple X. <laughs> Why not, Amber? <laughs> Even into Amazon. I mean, come on. Yeah, they, they picked a rough movie to like <laughs> Google. Yeah, in The Return of Xander Cage, it's actually kind of fine. When a group of lethal mercenaries steal a high-tech weapon that poses a global threat, the world needs a super spy Xander Cage. Recruited back into action, Xander leads a team of death-defying adrenaline junkies on a mission to save the world. That is, like, not actually that Amazon-y. But for some reason, in the video game fever dream brought to life that is Triple X State of the Union, they decided to really hype that shit. Yeah. I think they were paid off. Yeah, they did. Donnie Yen, we need to watch that one again. Yeah. Donnie Yen, Tony Ja, come on, come on. I know. That cast, though. That cast, though. <sighs> but that's not the movie we're doing right now. The movie we're doing right no, now is Triple X State of the Union. You have succeeded and triumphed once again in the game of Witches, 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 Witch. And I Thank do believe you. we are ready to go to the Critics' Corner. Megan, take it away. Uh, yeah, it's a 17% for the uh, critics and uh, 32 for the audience on Rotten Tomatoes. The critics on Metacritic have it at 37 and the users have it at 61. 61 seems a little high. Yes. <laughs> 
I mean, one of the things I can say about the uh, uh, the reviews here on Rotten Tomatoes is they certainly say a lot about Vin Diesel, who is not in this movie. Megan, he's not in this movie. No. He was in the first movie. Mm-hmm. You know that because they very passingly mention his character in a throwaway line. We'll yes. talk about it. And then consistently reference him. Mm-hmm. in comparison to Ice Cube, in a very intentional way. Yes. Let's call mad. it not complimentary. Yeah, yeah. They seem to be... Uh, there seems yeah. to be some rage. Yeah, they seem to not be over the fact that Vin Diesel backed out of this movie. Oh, I like this. Yeah. This, this, this blurb is great. Gets straight mm-hmm. to the point. It's from the Philadelphia Inquirer, David Hiltbrand. Appalling sequel. Okay. <laughs> Ooh. This one and this one like the one next the Washington Post, Stephen Hunter. So primitive. It must have been written in lizard blood on animal skin. I they had that one there too. <laughs> I saw that one. What are you up to, Stephen Hunter? Did you just like go to the are Smithsonian? You? Or what are you up to? <laughs> yeah. What was going yeah. on in your life that you felt like that was the metaphor for Triple X State of the Union? blood written on animals yeah primitive no primitive in what sense in in the skills of the filmmaker and just interesting just interesting mm-hmm. some i love it when people pull out the nonsense to describe nonsense yes which is what these yeah websites do amber give vin diesel the star of the original triple x credit for bailing out and opting to do the pacifier instead sadly enough he made the right choice Oof. Ouch. Yep. Thank you, Michael Compton. Wow. Yeah. I, yeah. I I mean, they're not wrong. They're not wrong. This one actually kind of touches on what you and I will eventually talk about, but I think in a way oh. that is not happy with it. Okay. Liam Lacey of the Globe and Mail. The most gratifying thing about Triple X State of the Union is that nobody wastes much time on character, motivation, plausibility, dialogue, or sex. All that slow stuff that drags down ordinary movies. Hmm. You feel like this movie should have sex in it? Liam? Yeah. You're mad that this movie about a man trying to stop a coup doesn't have more fucking. Mm Mm-hmm. A coup of the U.S. government taking place. No less in the nation's capital. Right in the nation's capital, Megan. Yeah. And weirdly, there is not enough fucking for old Liam in yeah, this movie well, about a coup. Yeah. Well, it does. it is called Triple X, so, you know, maybe he got the wrong idea. Ten times too much. <laughs> a nonstop orgy of bullets, bombs, and booty. And booty. That aims low and hits is... the bullseye with enough fire of power to sink the Bismarck. Where is the booty? There's no booty in this movie. There's is actually a shocking dearth of booty in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very, very specifically, no. Mark Savlov, come on, man. Yeah. Did you watch it? I, or... I you know, I, he, I feel like he might have skimmed through it and just assumed mm. from the title assumed. that it should have booty. Yeah. And unlike Liam, who did watch it start to finish, did not have his illusions he was shattered. so sad and so mad about it. Yeah, Liam was very sad about the lack of sex. Yeah. Well, the BBC.com says, viewed on its own trashy terms, it succeeds brilliantly. 
if you compare it only to itself, it is a smashing <laughs> success of itself. It, it has done what it wanted to do. Most of them say it's absurd, it's a parody, it's crazy. It's, uh, a lot of people like the visual effects. Uh, the stunt work was pretty tip-top. Yeah, yeah. Um, and very obviously stunt work. Very obviously stunt work. It's also, you know, watching watching this movie after watching, uh, you know, The Raid and other movies that we've been watching, uh, it's 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 very it's specifically obvious right now when it's not the actor doing the thing because you're nowhere near their face. I mean, even with the transporter, Statham was doing most of his oh, stuff. Yeah, yeah, and he uh, was. Yeah, that's absolutely right. Yep. Ooh, Christian Science Monitor got in on this one. David Sterrett would like you to know that most of the movie is standard action fare, but the political commentary is interesting when it's allowed to surface. Oh, well, let's, you know what, Amber, <laughs> I think that's a good jumping off point. Let's get out of the critic's corner and like really delve into the politics of this movie and how well it really addressed a lot of really topical conundrums in our life. I stand by mm -hmm. what that brilliant summarist said. Yeah, the third one was beautiful. Mm -hmm. This movie definitely possesses a sixth grade understanding of science, mm -hmm. technology, civics, thermodynamics, social issues, and just adult speak, as well yeah. as sexuality. I didn't actually include that either. It also yeah. has a very preteen boy understanding yeah. of of sex sex times mm -hmm. yeah. uh there is no sex and while the women the women are at all times fully clothed their cleavage is on display with all of their costuming but they never have less than full clothes on and there is exactly one kiss and yep. the main character makes it very clear that, well, he's been in prison for nine years. The first thing he really wants is a burger and a shake. And then when he reunites with his love interest at the end of the movie, and they kiss the one time, he says, and that'll hold me for nine more years. Very, I mean, like, that might be true for some people, but but boy, howdy, that's not, uh, not, um... At least it does not fulfill Liam's expectations of this movie. Liam, ever. that's not what Liam was expecting, in the least. No. Liam was yeah. was pretty sure that there should be a lot more bounce chicka bounce bounce. Much the first movie certainly had. The, you know what? I will give Liam that. I will give Liam that that it did establish yeah. an expectation. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But this was a PG thirteen movie, written by a thirteen year old, probably younger yes. actually. Yes. It. Who boy? So, it is a preteen understanding of sexuality. And it almost evinced a lack of interest in women. Yeah. Yeah. There was a, a, a woman bad guy mm -hmm. who, who gets offed quickly. Had no uh, backstory. Had no backstory except she was evil. Backstory, motivations, uh, none of it existed. She was just a pretty white lady. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and then his uh, former love interest who uh, he, he vaguely um, interacts with. Yeah. She supplies him with cars and then asks how fast they go. And she can do car speak. She says yep. words and numbers about cars and their specifications. So that's 
Yeah, so so she's cool. Yeah. She's she's just she, Amber. She's just one of the guys. She comes in and she knows her her car talk. Yeah, she shows up with cars when needed. Cool cars. But that's not that's not the only thing that there seems to be a sort of youthful understanding of Megan. Mm, yes. I understand. Uh-huh. That if the president dies, the vice president becomes president. Yes. I even understand that if somebody else dies, if the vice president dies and somebody else gets to be president, mm-hmm. and then there's another person after that, and then eventually you get to, was it the secretary of defense, right? You just yeah. you have to kill a certain number of people and then he gets to be the president. Mm-hmm. And that's the plot of this movie. <laughs> yeah, that is the plot of this movie. Yep. Yep. That and if you have perhaps liberal-leaning parents... You may also be subject, or, or just like a very engaged and charismatic teacher mm-hmm. who does like your history and civics lessons. You may become aware that in the history of the U.S. as it was founded, the founding fathers are like, fuck the rest of the world. We're just going to focus on our shit. Isolationist doctrine all the way, bitches. Mm-hmm. I, I learned that when I was younger. Yeah. And that, you know, the U.S. is powerful and rich, but we don't like to get involved. And, but we spend a shit ton on military. All this money goes to defense spending instead of yeah. international aid. So we just like to be big, ma- scary men with guns and lots of soldiers. But what we really should be doing is offering resources to the world so that our enemies become our friends. I mean, you, you say it like that, but but that is what we should do. But um, but yeah, but but it's a very simplistic, like, way of looking and so so in this movie the president uh peter strauss um is is kind of espousing the uh, all of that and then um our 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 uh evil doer Will, willem dafoe who plays uh general deckert is uh it's he's so mad he's so mad that um that the president just wants to make friends with people. He wants to take money away from, you know, war profiteering. Like he's, and like, he's willing to kill the president down the line to um, making him president uh, in order to stop these practices. And to, and to be clear, the president's evil plan in the eyes of, of this general is to, decrease not completely cut but decrease military spending mm-hmm. and spend more on international aid because he, he this is going to surprise you but he gives a state of the union address what in which he says understanding compromise and compassion should be what we use to win battles not the sacrifice of our young men and women if we win the hearts and minds of our enemies, we can turn them into allies. And as he's delivering this speech, it pans over to Willem Dafoe, who just has murder eyes. Like, fuck you and your compassion. Compassion. <laughs> I'll kill you. I'll kill you. You're going to kill you and a bunch of people who just are in my way because it's my turn. Yeah, I'm also going to kill the vice president and the speaker mm-hmm. of the house and whoever, whoever. I'm going to kill them yep. all because... How you gonna cut defense spending, you monster? Yep, yep. So it is definitely kind of a a very simplified understanding of the politics in the country. It's not wrong. 
but yeah. it is a- yeah no it's not wrong but it's it's very like like uh, isolation doctrine is just like thrown out there out of kind of nowhere yes and um and i have not yeah, heard just- that since I was in since social studies, yeah, yeah. Since, yes, social studies. Before you mm-hmm. ever took history, you took yep. social studies. Social studies, and Amber. I mean, I think the one thing that I will say is that there's a real, there's a real understanding of what the EPA does. Uh, so I, I, I threw that line in your face because I thought that yes, was hilarious. It's because very it's funny. such a throwaway. I don't even know uh-huh. if you heard it when they said it. I, I, I caught part of it, but I didn't fully. Yeah. What did they say? Amber? <laughs> what did what did they say? Early in the movie, as they're establishing White House goings on, we see the president, and one of his aides comes up to him. And he says, "Oh, you have a meeting with the EPA at noon." And the president responds dismissively, "A tree is a tree. How many do they need to look at?" So what the EPA goes off and does, they <laughs> look at trees, and then they want you to look at trees too. <laughs> <laughs> they brought the pictures of trees for you to look oh, at. Mr. President, look at this tree. <laughs> it is, I see. It is I part see. of the environment. Look at this other tree. It is also mm-hmm. a part of the environment that we should protect. Uh, okay, I see where you're coming from. And none of it is wrong in in the sense that I'm a liberal person. And so all of these things make sense to me as a liberal person. Mm-hmm. It's just completely and utterly lacking in any nuance whatsoever is presented in this amazingly fundamentally black and white aspect of here's Mm -hmm. this evil general who will do whatever it takes to make the military bloated, including murdering civilians and other people just to grab power so that they don't take some money away from the army and the Navy Mm -hmm. and the Air Force and the Marines. Yes. Yeah. What about the NRA, Amber? Well, they do have very strong views. How does the NRA end up in this movie, Megan? It's, it's like it's a luncheon, like the it's a lunch date that they're having. I, and but it's even getting to the lunch date. Yes, it, fair. I don't think we can talk about the plot of this movie because it is insane. Oh, there's none. There's none. We've done as much as we can. Like that, Willem Dafoe wants to kill everybody so that he is uh, now the president and uh, um, Ice Cube as Darius Stone, the new triple X is going to stop him. And that's all. That's all that matters. Like Samuel Jackson is still in this movie and he was the head of the triple X program and all of it. Yes. yes and he, true. he's in a, an underground facility beneath mm-hmm. a horse farm in the beginning of this that is assaulted by what I have to describe as sort of Cobra commander cadets. With just yeah. full body suits and magic hole making gadgets yeah. and flying shoulder drones. Right. Technology 10 generations beyond what the NSA Amber has. They never explain Amber. how they have that technology, nor do we ever see anything like it again later. It's, it, no. Including during no. this coup that seems very important. Mm-hmm. But they do attack this underground facility that seems to solely be a triple X facility. That is yeah. filled with human people, including Gibbons, Samuel Jackson's character. Yeah. But we also know they do not currently have a triple X agent. Right. Because they have to recruit one after it's assaulted. Mm-hmm. So what are they all doing? So what are all of those people doing? All of those people who, who by the way, Gibbons just like takes the one guy who's near the, um, the, the car. The magic with him. escape car that's underground. Yes, and uh, and leaves everybody else to die. It doesn't seem to be 
upset by it ever or every single really human person in that that building does get slaughtered yeah yeah except for him and, and the white guy yeah who, who's also yeah, from the first movie guy. and uh yes. they escape in the magic underground car that has missiles right yes that's a thing mm-hmm. um i want a car i want a car but i want it to have missiles on yeah it's got missiles it's a missile car mm-hmm. why is it underground because because there's a door and you need the missiles to blow up the door so it can get out of the underground okay steven Okay. Yeah. Now your dad is my boss, so okay. Yeah. We'll make mm-hmm. a missile car. It's gonna be purple. Okay, Steven. Sure. It's a purple sure. it's a purple missile car. Yeah. That's a hundred percent we're gonna go with that. Yeah. Uh it but the attack we don't necessarily know why that happened, but we do learn that it had to have been Willem Defoe's people trying to take out Gibbons, except uh-huh. They don't want to kill Gibbons. They want to frame Gibbons. So they're kidnapping Gibbons, but making it look like he's dead, <sighs> as well as disappearing other member. Oh, boy. Oh Amber. It's, I'm not. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. But it almost it is because it, it's meaningless <laughs> at the end of the day. Willem <laughs> Dafoe's yes. character was mm-hmm. a, the commanding officer of a unit, and he yeah. wanted to do a bad thing to civilians. And so part mm-hmm. of the unit, including... Ice Cube's carrier, Darius Stone, and Gibbons yep. rebelled and said, no, we're not doing this. Mm-hmm. Darius winds up in prison for saying no. Somehow Gibbons winds up the head of the X program in the NSA. Yeah. And Willem Dafoe winds up the fucking Secretary of Defense. Yeah, sure. Well, I don't see why uh, you're balking at this, Amber. This seems totally cremulent. And his Dafoe's plan... I haven't mm-hmm. bothered to learn his character's name. No, is Deckert. Deckert. Deckert's plan is to kill a whole bunch of people so he can be president, but then get away mm-hmm. with it mm-hmm. by making it look like it was Gibbons and right. the other members of his ex-team. Yeah. Who he has kidnapped over the course of the past year and will mm-hmm. somehow implicate by putting them there. Right. Yeah. That's his plan. That's his whole and plan. And Gibbons seems to be piecing it together, but isn't quite there yet when the facility's attacked. And maybe that's mm-hmm. why it's attacked. So then him and the white guy he saves have to go get Ice Cube, Darius, out of prison to help them figure mm-hmm. things out. Yeah. And in the pro- But then Gibbons gets maybe murdered, but really kidnapped. And Darius and white guy have to figure it out on their own. And in the process yeah. of that, they see some pictures, mm-hmm. and in one of the pictures is a whole bunch of people. Yep. And they go to Gibbons's funeral, and they see a whole bunch of people, and they're like, which one is Charlie? Because someone had written Charlie on the picture. And yeah. Ice Cube, apropos of no Magically. observable feature of that picture, says nope. that white lady is clearly Charlie. Clearly Charlie. So then he follows well, is he her. Wrong, Amber. He's not is he wrong. wrong. He's not wrong, and he follows her to a restaurant and sits down at her table to chat her up. Uh huh. And that's when a guy from the NRA comes up for some reason. <laughs> uh huh. Who who talks about his after school programs teaching kids how to use guns? Yeah. 
<laughs> no, that's that's what he's saying as he comes up to the table. He's yeah. apologizing for being late because ah, it's just they're they're really getting some pushback on the after school teach kids how to you use guns program uh-huh. that the NRA yep. is doing. And then he immediately looks at Darius yep. and says, "Hey, how do we get more of you people?" Sorry, he says African Americans, uh-huh. but he's such a you people guy. I'm just sort of. Yeah, yeah, this is intonation with you people. How do we get more African Americans to show up at our events? Uh And here's some of that fun political commentary that David Sterrett was talking about. Ice Cube tells him that he needs the NRA people to stop listening to country music, stop burning Mm -hmm. crosses, and stop shooting black folk. Or he could just hold a cookout with some free fried food. Mm hmm. Yep. Social commentary! So, I mean, it is. It is. Yeah. Very specific. The country music thing seemed a little... Yeah. Muddies the waters a little bit. Sure, but yeah. Not that there isn't plenty of racist country music, but there's also plenty of racist other kinds of music. Yeah, true. Country music is not specifically a racist medium. Social commentary. Yeah. But but again, like you said, all of this is a preteen understanding of anything that's going on. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, which, so, so, okay, dear listeners, like, we're saying all this garbage stuff in your faces or in your ear holes. Like, I'm not mad at this movie. (laughs) Like, like, here's the funny part is, like, all of this adds up to a ridiculous Mm. amount of ridiculousness. Mm -hmm. And, and, like, lines and line reading that is just absurdist like it's almost like an art project like oh we haven't even gotten we haven't even gotten to scott speedman scott speedman who makes some choices in this movie who's a delight it's kyle steel amber kyle steel Mm, he sounds like he plays lacrosse but also boxes and can shoot and maybe he knows car speak He's Agent Kyle Steele. Yeah. He's from the NSA. He kind of comes in briefly like this, like, Alec Baldwin to Darius Stone's uh, uh, Sean Connery in Red October. Like, he's going to be, like, the inside man who believes the the outside person actually wants to do good. Uh, It's very brief that that actually holds true. Um, But I would also say... That he's like the real love interest in this movie. There's there's no stronger relationship building than there is between Darius Stone and Kyle Steele. And it it is heavily influenced. Our understanding and and fanficking of this is heavily influenced by Scott Speedman's line readings yes. in this particular movie. Mm-hmm. It it all begins. Agent Steele seems to be the agent in charge of investigating the break-in at the Triple X facility. And mm-hmm. Darius has to go back in to collect the microfilm with the pictures of Charlie, I guess. And in doing that, he blows up a car, and then he blows up some boats, and then he takes one of the boats, and then he winds up jumping one of the boats onto a bridge, onto a car, and then the whole thing explodes. And it's great. Of course it does. It's yeah. great. You put... You put a boat on a car and everything explodes, yeah. Yep. And we have Agent Steele watching all of these things happen. And as, as, as Darius speeds off in the boat after blowing up the other boats, he delivers this line, in this way, mm-hmm. yes. to be clear, 
a man who is probably a criminal just broke into a secure facility in which a bunch of people were just murdered, stole some shit, and I am an NSA agent in charge of investigating this and probably stopping this guy. Right. This is not the line reading I would expect. What is it, Ember? He blows up my car. He blows up my boats. Who is this guy? And in my yeah. head, I'm hearing, and why am I so turned on by the way yeah. he chooses to read this line? Mm-hmm. It's not a, yes. who is this guy? Or, who is this guy? It's, who is this guy? Yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah, and and they also choose to bring him in. He, he when they bring Steele in, um, he does the exact same thing that um, uh, Nona Gay, who plays Lola Jackson, uh, um, Jerry Stone's former love interest, he comes in talking uh, uh, cars at Darius Stone to, like, you know, endear himself to him. Like, he does the exact same thing. Oh, yeah. And he gets... He gets cooler as the as it goes. At first, he's just mm-hmm. he's just the button up guy in the suit investigating yeah. the loose cannon, Darius Stone, who is his name is Darius Stone. He is the mm-hmm. new Triple X, so technically he's Triple X. Only last mm-hmm. time Triple X was named Xavier, and he was called X anyway because it was the first letter right. of his name. So you got Xavier, you got X. Yep, and you got Triple X. In this right. movie, he is technically Triple X, but the only person who calls him X is the one white guy who was saved from the facility who does the gadgets. Right. The rest of the time, he's called D or Darius or Darius Mm -hmm. Stone. So he's Darius X Stone. We could just. Darius. He's Darius Mm -hmm. X Stone. Stone. Yeah. 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 It's. uh, Oh, Darius X Stone. By the way, uh, uh, if if Darius and Kyle ended up being a family, their kids could be the Stone Steels. Oof. Anyway. Mm. Oh, it's just beautiful. 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 He's he's the counterpoint, the buttoned up mm-hmm. Yale lacrosse scholarship white boy NSA agent to the, you know, streetwise ex-Navy SEAL in prison for something he did, but it was for a good reason, Dedarius X. Stone. Yeah. But as we get to know a little bit more about old Kyle Steele, we learn, oh, he mm-hmm. knows car speak. And oh, what? he's just going to he's just going to walk right into a house during a hostage situation to have a conversation with Darius X. Stone because yeah. he wants the truth. He doesn't care about the politics. And then no. once he decides Darius X. Stone is he's on the right side of things, then he hunts him down inexplicably to the place he's been hiding this whole time because he's good mm-hmm. at his job. And that's when he busts so out good. the amazing car speak. Yeah. 100 PSI RPMI octane injection sure. pressure sports ball. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, it has nothing to do with anything. Mm-hmm. We also see a scene uh-huh. of old Agent Steele doing some shirtless boxing in a gym. Well, of course we would. Doing some sweaty shirtless boxing in a gym. He's doing a real good job. He's pugilizing yeah. with the best of them, doing yeah. doing some workout stuff. Has nothing to do with anything. He doesn't later need those boxing skills for any particular reason. Nope. He's just it's shooting just things. A, it's just a, yeah, it's just a, a, a gratuitous shot of his uh, torso. His amazingly oiled, oh boy. beautifully combative torso. Oh. And we also find out that Darius X. Stone is an expert marksman. 
But who beat his top score, Amber? Well, it turns out that old Agent Steele beat his top score back in 96. Oh my gosh! What? He's also an expert marksman who's also kind of competitive. Oh my gosh. This is such a role reserved for the cool-ass love interest in Mm -hmm. in an action movie. Yeah. Yep. Gratuitous topless scene. Yeah. Mad skills that we learn about. Slow burn. He's supposed Mm -hmm. to be the one hunting him, but really he's the one who becomes his ally. Yeah. It has all of the beautiful homoerotic energy of the original Fast and the Furious movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, those two were the real love interests, let's be honest. Always, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. It's glorious. I wish they wound up together. I know. Maybe they do. I mean, in, in my head canon, they do. My, my head canon does whatever it wants to. So... <sighs> Yeah, Amber, I don't know how to wind up this podcast. Let me be honest with you. I I I I, I think we can just end it now. No, <laughs> I I do want to mention just a couple of highlights yes, of this insane all over the place fever dream of a movie. Mhm. We've got a prison break that ends with him jumping off a roof onto a helicopter. Yeah. We have improvised but, but with a with a single word from from Gibbons. Uh Darius X Stone knows that that means get to somewhere high and jump on the helicopter when it comes to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He gives him a few code words oh, okay. and it tells him what yeah. he needs to do. Yeah, sure. We have, uh, I've already mentioned it, a boat jumping onto a bridge and exploding a car. We mm-hmm. have uh, Darius X Stone sneaking onto an aircraft carrier, yeah. finding a bunch of tanks, taking mm-hmm. one of those tanks having yep. a tank fight inside of the car- carrier, then going up mm-hmm. onto the top of the carrier, and then taking the tank and using one of the jet launchers to launch uh-huh. the tank into another tank. Yeah, that was beautiful. I would also like to say that Darius Stone gets on the uh, radio with one of the other like random bad guys, um, because otherwise Darius Stone is alone in the tank, so he needs to be talking to someone so that they can quip at each other real quick. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. otherwise, you wouldn't get those brilliant lines. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You and I have unfinished business, homeboy. Well, with a mouth like yours, Hillbilly, you're going to be real popular in prison. Was that your ride? After he blows up one of the vehicles with his tank. No, but you're going to hell in yours. You know, cool stuff like that. Just real, real top of the line banter. Just good, good, cool stuff stuff mm-hmm. like that um yeah we also have a car sorry a car i'm calling a shelby cobra mustang a car how could <laughs> oh you oh my gosh it's not just a car it's a shelby 50 lashes we have a shelby cobra mustang chasing uh-huh. a bullet train sorry the president's yeah. bullet train i'm sorry i'm sorry amber there's a bullet train also in this movie there's a bullet train in this movie megan and at the okay. use the Mustang to chase the bullet train at 160 miles an hour. Um, mm-hmm. And then hmm, he blows up the back of the bullet train, jumps the car yeah. onto the, the, the tracks, uh, shoves yep. the truck into the, ca- the, the Mustang into the cavity made by the explosion in the back of the train, then shoots out the windshield of the train yep. and then jumps from the car into the windshield. Yeah. And yeah. also there are helicopters following this train. Yeah, obviously there are. Why wouldn't there be? And also they... Well, Exhibit is in this movie. Yes, he is, he is briefly. One of Darius mm-hmm. X Stone's friends 
from the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, he runs a chop shop. Um, and they need to tap him and his boys to uh, help them deal with the massive military force that Willem Dafoe mm-hmm. has brought together to stage this coup. Yeah. Well, how are they going to do that? With a few trucks. And also they're uh-huh. going to jack a tank because he can, he, can, he can jack anything with wheels. If it's got wheels, he can jack it. Mm, tank doesn't have wheels. If it's got wheels, he can jack it. Oh, you said it twice. So yeah, cool, 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 cool. Got it. You're welcome. Yeah. So they jack a tank. Mm, they do. Uh, Again, not mad at any of this, no. but like, it just like goes from like, they're in a tank, they're in a bullet train, they're in a Shelby, they're in, in a boat, like, they're in a helicopter. They're just, it's, it. they're never in one place for more than, or one type of vehicle mm-hmm. for more than a few minutes. Mm-hmm. We're at a fancy restaurant talking to an NRA guy. Now we're at a fancy party where Ice Cube is standing about 12 <laughs> inches away from Willem Dafoe's <laughs> character while listening to him talk about secret plans. Yep. Yep. Don't worry. There's there's a tray with uh, uh, glasses of champagne in between his ear hole and their mouth holes. Sure. So we're at an underground facility. We're at a chop shop. We're at a high end car dealership. We're at Gibbons' house, and it's exploding. We're at the White House. We're on a bullet train. We're on an aircraft yeah. carrier. What is any of this? No. What is any of this? The I would also just like Peter Strauss, who plays the, the president, <gasps> is is like unfazed by by any of it he doesn't seem to care he seems bothered just like annoyed but like not panicking not upset not yeah Mm -hmm. he is so chill about this he watches all secret service men get gunned down inexplicably Mm -hmm. deckert doesn't kill him when oh. Ice Cube shows up and, and thwarts him, he could. Instead, he leaves with him on the bullet train and then, you know, gets blown up. Yeah. But the entire time, the pre- the dialogue, and this is incredible, as you may have been mm-hmm. able to guess. And people are just going fucking for... T- again, it, it's how a young child would think adults in an action movie are supposed to talk to each other. We were in the same mm-hmm. mud and the same blood. I've, I've heard that in other things before, and it was just as stupid then. The president's response to just all of the pontificating of Defoe's mm-hmm. Deckard is so dismissive that it finally gets yeah. to the point where they're on the bullet train together. Defoe is just fucking pontificating, finally says some shit about, oh, it feels, feels good to get your hands dirty. And the president just looks at him and says, fuck you. <laughs> In that exact tone. Yeah, this is a PG-13 movie, and that's where they put their one fuck. And it was worth it. Uh, totally worth it. It's worth it. Uh, Mr. President, you can't. The military keeps us strong, and we have to be strong, and I'm getting my hands dirty, and I'm doing it for my country, and I have to sacrifice, and you have to sacrifice, and some some eggs have to be broken to build freedom. And it all just boils down to him, the president, finally just looking at him and saying, fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck your yeah, bullshit. Yeah, pretty great. Pretty great. Perhaps my favorite nonsense line, other than the fuck mm. you. Actually, that wasn't nonsense. That was pure poetry. Yeah. Is when, at the end of the movie, Ice Cube shares his kiss with Lola. Sorry, yeah. Darius X Stone shares his kiss with Lola. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you're thinking, oh, they could rekindle and he could stick around. 
but no Megan. Mm-hmm. Mm. He's only good at a hundred plus with a couple of cops on his tail. And then he leaves. I don't know what that means. Yeah, he, he, like, he leaves. He leaves. He does. Uh, there's no explanation of what he's going to go do. Well, he's only good Why at 100 plus with a couple to... cops on his tail. Yeah. Um... Keeping in mind, he was a Navy SEAL. He was a lieutenant mm-hmm. in the Navy SEALs. And while they do establish that he had an earlier record of vandalism, graffiti, uh, car stealing, and resisting arrest, he did then, as an adult, join the Navy SEALs and become a lieutenant. It's it's almost as if they forgot this wasn't the Fast and the Furious at the end of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Ooh, which reminds me. Mm. The other beautiful thing about this movie, which we have mentioned before, their hatred for Vin Diesel is evident in this movie. Their resentment yes. of him is written into multiple lines. There's a throwaway thing in which background characters say, oh, did you hear? Xander Cage, Vin Diesel's character in the first movie, died in Bora Bora. Really? He did? Yep, fucking dead. So that's yep. how they deal with that. Yes, uh-huh. And then every time they have a chance, they mention the first Triple X. Mm-hmm. In the new Darius X Stones, Triple X area and he's right but he's you know the first guy he could ski and surf and do all kinds of stunts what can you do to which to darius x stone replies yeah well things are gonna be different around here i don't play with my life i'd rather play with yours that's nonsense what you just said is nonsense and when gibbons is trying to decide you know they need a new triple x he exclaims, no skaters, no snowboarders this time. We need someone more dangerous and with more attitude. Wow. They, they actually deleted a scene which literally showed Vin, Diesel, Vin Diesel's uh, body blowing up <gasps> in Bora Bora oh. with like arms and, uh, and uh, legs being thrown about. Oh shit, they were mad. Yeah, and then they end up deleting it uh, in the in the possibility that maybe he would come back for another one. So they wanted to, they wanted to sort of singe the bridge, but not completely yeah, they, they burn it. it. You know, you know, Amber, when you're real mad at someone, and and sometimes you're told, you know, write a letter to that person, and like, and then put that letter, you know, in in a fire, and just you know, so you're like expressing yourself in 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 words, but then you're not, you know, you're not gonna. You're not going to put that on them, but it makes you feel better. They went ahead and shot a scene. Yeah, where it was they cathartic. blew him up. And then they're like, okay, I feel better. We're going to trash that scene. But I know that it was made and it's in my brain and that feels better. They kept it for themselves. They just have it on their yeah. phones whenever they really want to decompress for the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whenever they need to finish. Yeah, exactly. There is one. There aren't a lot of women in this movie. They're not hypersexualized, mm-hmm. but they don't also have a huge role or part to play, yeah. so that's fine. The white lady does get called a bitch twice by Samuel Jackson, and I get yeah. that it's Samuel Jackson. Yeah, and I it, I know it's played for laughs. You know, they he's like you you should shoot that bitch while you have the chance, and then he says I told you you should have shot that bitch when you had the chance, and then he shoots after he shot that shoots bitch. Her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm saying it now a whole bunch, mm-hmm. but and yeah. it doesn't feel right. So it, there's, yeah. that seemed unnecessary. Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, he should have shot her when he had the chance. 
Yeah, and then it was funny that, that essentially uh, Gibbons said, I told you so. He does. After, After shooting he her. does it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I'm not mad at this movie. It's weird. It's bizarre. I'm not necessarily recommending it, but it was entertaining. No, it's not, it's not good. Oh, it's not good. But it's, 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 it's flawed in so many ways mm. that it actually makes it kind of entertaining in its own absurdist way. Yeah. So ugly, it's cute, kind of. Yeah, so so let's break it down. Nudges. On a rock scale, regrettable, outstanding, craze balls K or solid. Oh, Jesus. What would you say, Ember? It's like a it's like a craze balls K, you know? Yeah. It's silly, it made me laugh. I exclaimed at it. Mm-hmm. But it's not mm-hmm. a true craze balls. No, it's it's got those craze balls moments. Um and like the meta view of it is 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 especially craze balls. But but it's not this something that the movie did intentionally i don't think no no yeah crazy balls k crazy balls seems about right megan do you have an abby story or a maddie story or a together them story um i do have a uh, a story um i <laughs> i did up my nails with with nail gels um a, a few weeks ago and on two of them i had um uh these these lovely kind of like glittery rainbows which were which were fun um and the kids both thought this was terribly entertaining and so they would you know take my nails and look at them um and maddie and i were sitting um at lunch um and she was finishing up and she kind of took the two rainbow fingers and she kind of was like looking at them and enjoying them. And then her face got kind of sad all of a sudden. And she said, two rainbows, but I'm two and a half. <laughs> and I, I admit that I blurt laughed at her to the like in, in a way that actually like she started a little bit because like, what a ridiculous thing to say. Like, wow, you want me to have two and a half rainbows on my fingers because you are two and a half two is too few rainbows if you're trying to have the number of rainbows that her years are exactly kids are very very concerned about these halves and so maddie is two and a half and the fact that i didn't have two and a half rainbows was really uh upsetting to her anyway it was it was uh i was highly entertained by that nonsense a lovely moment to laugh at your niece Mm mm-hmm Amber, do you have any recommendations? Oh, no, it's so hard. Uh, yeah. Amber, I uh, uh my recommendation is going to be a little, a little goofy, but um I got uh, uh back into Vampire Survivors recently. They have some new um um characters that you can be and new new weapons that you can like combine and upgrade um and a bunch of new levels. So like if you like enjoyed playing Vampire Vampire Survivor for a little while, um, and and then got got detached from it, like a good for you. Maybe don't get back into it. But if you do, there's some more shit in there for you. You're a monster. Yes, I am. Hmm. I recommend. Hmm. I recommend being nice to people in the service industry. <laughs> Mm, yes just good idea everyone. just gonna put that out there as a thing that i'm thinking about right now just because you know i had my hair cut today uh, it looks lovely oh why thank you I, I it's not something i necessarily enjoy having done because it involves you know being touched in small talk mm-hmm. but 
just listening to her talk about she she doesn't like to work on Saturdays in the summer. She takes Saturdays mm -hmm. so she has, you know, a three day weekend so she can enjoy the weather because in the winter she doesn't ski, she doesn't snowboard, she doesn't do any of the winter stuff. But mm -hmm. the summer here is so beautiful, she likes to take advantage of it. Well, there are people who like their hair appointments on Saturdays, and it's the only convenient yeah. time for them. And boy, do they let her know how inconvenient it is for her to do that and how selfish it is. And it makes her think, maybe yeah. I shouldn't do this. Maybe this is selfish. Oh, jeez. And I'm like, you know, when people come at me with that kind of energy when I worked in the service industry, I realize they don't see me as a person. Every time somebody yeah. comes at me with that energy, they are decreasing my humanity by some percentage point based on just how uncivil or angry they feel comfortable being at me. Yeah. And a haircut isn't even something they need. This isn't an essential no. service. Nope. Nope. And I mean, it takes essential skill and and Oh, it uh, certainly does. Talent for sure. She is a but skilled provider of a service, but it is not a service they need. Yeah. And, and and you can't demand it of people because that's fucking rude. And it is three months out of the year. So just plan accordingly, kids. Most people don't get their hair cut more than, like, especially women don't get their hair cut more than, you know, four months apart, generally speaking, yeah. depending on your hairstyle. And she's also a specialty hair provider. Mm -hmm. she, she does curly hair. So you also, wouldn't you want to be nice to maybe the one person in the state who can properly cut your hair? It's one day. Honestly, we should all be working four-day weeks. That's a much saner way to do things. And yeah. wow. It, just the fact that she expressed any level of appreciation yeah. for me saying yeah. you do you right. is deeply saddening it's to me. It's upsetting because that means that's not what she gets most of the time. Yeah, And it, it, you know, I've been reading a bunch of news stories about just how much worse things have gotten for people in the service industry from flights mm -hmm. to just... Yeah. Anyone working in a restaurant or food service and how uncivil people have become. And, you know, everybody's struggling. Everybody's had to deal with the same pandemic. And honestly, some people have had to deal with a lot more than other people. And and so even if you're having a really, really bad day and it's hard for you to be even just civil, fucking suck it up. Yeah. Be civil because yeah, you don't know what their, their day's been like. And it makes a huge difference yeah. for them because they have to deal with a lot of people. So just take a deep breath and chill. If you find yourself edging into being a dick to somebody who is not at fault for your feelings. Who's who's not, yeah. Who who yeah. Who you are dealing with in a yeah, in a in a limited way that has not yeah. You I got nothing, Amber. I I agree. It's extra funny to say this because every single person who listens to this is <laughs> Oh, much better person than I am. So there's <laughs> no reason for me to be saying Michael, this to our audience. Michael, stop being a fucking dick. Yeah, TJ, you, you asshole. Stop being so awful to other human beings. Dan, I'm looking at you. Dan, that Ted Lasso attitude of yours just gotta go. Yeah. Good point. You're welcome for wasting your time. Megan, this has been delightful. Yes, Amber. Have a good weekend Absolutely, this year. Amber. Yes, you too. I'll end like I always do by saying, Amber, the rock in the brook secretly believes itself to be a precious stone. Maybe it is. It could be. And why is it secret? Listen. Why is it keeping the secret? Is the rock ashamed? Is, is, this, is this suggesting that people who think that they're special or pretty and keep it to the... It's like it's shameful to think, oh, I, I have nice hair, but oh, I, shouldn't, I shouldn't say I it. I shouldn't even... I shouldn't... I shouldn't know. say it. I mean, I... I really like my, I have really nice eyelashes, but oh, it's, it's, oh, I'm ashamed. I'm ashamed. I couldn't. I couldn't, I couldn't possibly. And, and in reality, 
it's just a fucking stone. So that mm-hmm. stupid person who thinks that they're pretty or special is just deluding themselves while secretly keeping yeah. it to themselves. Yeah. That's not a nice saying. Can't you... The rock at the bottom of the stream secretly believes itself to be a precious stone, but it's just a stupid fucking rock. Why yeah, We step on it and I hate that's it. That's not a nice thing. It's just covered in scum and fish poop. That is not a nice saying. <laughs> the, rock, oh, fish poop. the rock in the stream who thinks itself normal is really a precious stone. That's nicer. You are a precious stone. You're precious to someone. You can be precious to yourself. All that really matters is how you see yourself. Ultimately... Fuck the person who's looking at that rock who secretly believes itself to be precious and thinking, pfft, jackass. Mm-hmm. Hi, Megan. Bye, Embers.